Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the PNTT uh, preseason podcast. This is Coach JD here with Coach S. Wesley. Uh, how you doing, Coach? I am good, you know, uh, really shell-shocked, starstruck to be here with you, JD. Um, can't believe it, so try not to fumble over my words. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe an only in League 31 are probably wondering what in the world you're talking about. But <laughs> all the What you're talking about is my great luck in T-League, which is uh, soaking up anything positive from my League 31 team, which is just kind of now been a drain so uh, it's a give and take you know what i'm saying yeah it's been it's been a while since i've had success in uh league 31 um hopefully it'll come back at some point but uh at least t league has been fun for me but but yeah happy to to be here and uh helping out and um making this uh preseason tournament really the most fun part about league 31 especially in the season like this where we're going to be bad but um well, here we'll talk about some teams that will be much better than my own. So we're previewing the Richards group. So this is um, Charlotte, Macon, Hot Springs, and San Jose. So um, we'll just start out with uh, Charlotte. So Charlotte is coming off of uh, an Elite Eight season um, and graduated – their starting backcourt between David Butler and Riley Richards and bring in the 27-26 class. So a solid signing day for them overall with, uh, you know, three guys who are going to have some level of contribution in the backcourt with uh, Cameron Sullivan, Zachary Vanessa, and Chandler Spain. Um, I'll just throw it over to you to start out. What do you, uh, what, what stands out to you about the Sand Sharks? Yeah, I mean, looking at last season, right, they won most games, and they won most games by a large margin, um, and and really just, you know, came up against the juggernaut that is Bakersfield, so you got to hope um, that with David Butler and Richards leaving, uh, you got to hope that these incoming freshmen who look good, I mean, high school production, Solid. Uh, Van Nass, Van Nass, I don't know, Zachary Van Nass, holy mackerel. That uh, four, 4.6, I guess, 4.6 uh, to 1 assist turnover ratio. That's sweet. You like that. So, good stuff. Yeah, he definitely seems like the guy that's going to come in and take over at point guard. And, you know, so I think the biggest question for them is who's going to fill in at shooting guard for them. Um, you know, they do bring back a decent amount of size. Uh, Tashawn Weed, uh, Weed was a good scorer on the wing who plays a little bit of defense. Um, you know, they had a lot of size in the front court with Hawkins and Williams. Uh, you know, ne- although, honestly, neither one necessarily, like, looks like a standout player, at least statistically. I mean, you look at Race Williams, he's obviously huge. He's seven foot two. Yeah. But you think a guy that's seven foot two, he's clearly not – an offensive threat. He doesn't score. He doesn't really pass. He just seems like he's a guy that just kind of stands there and with his height kind of blocks a couple shots. And, you know, you'd think a guy like that might be able to grab 10 boards a game. So I feel like he's probably more tall than he is good. Um, but, you know, weed seems like the guy for them is going to have to, you know, step up and be like the go-to guy, you know, with Butler and Richards moving on. Um, in my experience, you know, you had a guy like, you know, Vanessa uh, who, 
can see the court as well as he does. You know, he's not an outside threat, but, you know, someone who can definitely set up all of his teammates that seems to bring up the efficiency of the other guys across the, across the roster. So I think you could see we'd have uh, definitely step up, you know, with Vanessa being able to set him up. And then um, from there, it's, yeah, who, who can take over that, uh, that shooting guard spot Chandler Spain, Played a small power forward in high school. Decent shooting splits. I'll be curious to see if he's the guy that moves into that role or if one of the guys who was coming off the bench, either Bookman or Nichols from last season, is the guy that steps into that shooting guard um, spot for them. But um, but overall, I mean, they're definitely a good team. You know, played solid defense last season. So, you know, you know, even with replacing that backcourt, I feel like they've got at least one of those spots covered. And then, you know, hopefully for them, you know, they have a solid fifth option to step into the step into the lineup there. No doubt. Sullivan's a smart shooter too, so whether he's starting or on the bench, um, looks like those should be quality minutes that he uh that he adds to the team. So Yep. So next team we'll look at is the Macon Gorillas from uh, coach golf team thirty one. So this team a year ago, um made the NTT 120 games, although they didn't have a lot of success in the NTT. So I assume they were probably like a 17 or so win, um, win team uh, entering the tournament and then just kind of, you know, fizzled out a little bit towards the end of the season. Um, lost their um, point guard, Michael Jensen, who, you know, seems adequate, but nothing, you know, nothing too hard to replace overall. The guy that really made them go was Ethan Miller, the six-eight junior power forward, now a senior. You know, almost tw- you know, twenty-four and a half points a game, eight rebounds, um, handle the ball, plays defense. This guy has got to be probably one of the most well-rounded players in the entire country. Um, then he pairs with Ian Roberts, who put up over twenty points in the backcourt. So those are the two guys who you know really led them, and they're both coming back next season. Um, so. Looking at their incoming class, it was rated um, 413. So they signed a really good group of uh, of uh, freshmen. So Victor Horde uh, looks pretty good, you know, almost 22 points a game. Um, not quite a 2-to-1 assist-to-turnover ratio, but you figure he's in the mix to um, come in at, at point guard. And then Lester Wilson, 18 points a game, you know, almost three to one. So it's a turnover ratio. Uh, both those guys shot pretty well. So he could easily be factoring into that uh, situation as well. So it seems like they have some op- have some options coming in for sure um, and seemingly making them a good candidate to at least improve upon what they did last season. No doubt. Looks like this team shoots a lot of three balls as well. Uh, which also seems to suit Horde and Wilson's uh, strengths. So it seems like that would fit really well. Um, one of those guys slotting in at point guard, or maybe a little bit of uh, maybe a little bit of coach golf team switching things around, finding the best bit, of, finding the best fit at point guard, and uh, allowing one of those guys to step in and take some shots. Yeah. Um... Overall, I do think that one of those two guys is going to step in and be an improvement overall on Jensen. You know, the, the biggest question is always is, you know, when you incorporate a new point guard, how does that affect your team chemistry as a whole? Um, I know a lot of people don't really like starting freshman point guards, but, you know, a lot of times, especially in League 31, 
you know, one of your five best guys, that's that's what you got to do. Um, so they at least have guy, two guys who could potentially be options there. Um, not a lot of strong defense in the post um, overall. I mean, opponents did shoot, um, you know, almost 47% against them last season against not a great strength of schedule at 111. So um, you figure if teams can get inside on them that they can score a little bit. Um, but they do have two stars. Maybe one of these freshmen come in for for a big three, and that can take you pretty far in League 31. So, um, like I said, I do think they can be better than they were last year. Um, maybe not a lot better, but I do see them, you know, potentially having some uh, being able to to do well. Um, next, we'll move over to the Hot Spring Strollers from Coach Goal and Five. So they uh, last season. Um, made the PTT, did pretty well. They got to the Elite Eight in the PTT, but it's always a disappointment to um, you know, not get to the NTT. Um, but they did gra- graduate their worst class. So they um, looks like one of those guys started, Joshua Rogers, who you know probably only started because he was tall. Um, but, yeah, it, it's always good to see those 200-plus classes come off the books. And <laughs> they brought in the... 193-200 class, so I guess not exactly, you know, replacing them with a lot of quality. I'm sure they were probably in on some ties on some bigs, which, you know, if they're anything like me, did not come to fruition this season. Uh, the only tall they signed was Alex Schuler, who doesn't look like he's probably any good. Um, so the he'll, he, he joins Destry Clark, who um, scored 12 points with low percentage as a smaller shooting guard. And Justin Wheeler, who was a smaller power forward with, you know, okay stats across the board. Again, not a great shooter. So, again, I'm sure it's a team that, you know, was disappointed on Saturday. Um, not, again, didn't have to replace a whole lot, but do have to find some size, find someone who can play that center spot. Um, have to figure out some way to put together, you know, the best five here. So, what, what stands out to you when you see them? Well, it looks like Lucas Long. Uh, is going to probably be uh, the most pivotal player in the upcoming season, whether this Hot Springs team is going to end up improving on last season or not, probably going to rest on his shoulders quite a bit. Um, I mean, this team just had their worst finish in eight seasons. So there's, there's some history there, recent history there of success and TT appearances. So, Obviously, ambitions are high. Yeah, they're going to have to get the booster network uh, back out there to help them kind of back, uh, <laughs> get the talent uh, flowing again. But yeah, Lucas Long is a really nice player. He's a guy I definitely love to have on my team. Does a little bit of everything. Maybe he's not an elite scorer, um, but he's a sol- he's definitely pretty solid. And then uh, Antonio Kitchen had a decent freshman season for them. Shot the ball pretty well for a five eleven point guard. You know, did, you know, was able to get some assists. He's probably a guy that can take a little bit of a step forward, you know, maybe another point per game, and then you know, probably still averaging right around the same number of assists. You know, maybe cut down a half a turnover. So you know, like you see an improvement from your freshman to sophomore year. So they're going to go as far as that backcourt's going to take them. And you know, Joshua Lloyd's okay as a small, smaller power forward. Um, question for them again was going to be size. You know, they lost Rogers, not great. Didn't don't have, really have anyone to replace him. So lucky for them. 
Uh, luckily for them, there's not a lot, at least of the other teams we mentioned so far, there's not a real dominant um, post presence. So that gives them, you know, a fighting chance in this group, um, you know, not having one of those, you know, star or even solid, you know, big guys. So that might, you know, make, make them capable of uh, winning a game or two here. Yeah. Uh, last team in the group here is the San Jose Rangers from uh, coached by coach Rido. So um, they made the NTT last season and then um, did not do particularly well once they got there. Um, they graduated no one from the starting lineup. They, they moved, they, they shuffled the lineup around a little bit anyway. So it's kind of tough for me to tell you know, which guys maybe, um, you know, they're, the senior who played the most was Jackson Berg, who averaged, you know, 20 minutes a game. Uh, between power forward and backup power forward. So he either came in to start because they weren't playing well or um, maybe started the season, wasn't playing well, went to the bench, you know, trying something out a little bit different. In any case, you're always excited to see what happens when you bring back your entire starting lineup. And they signed a 70-32 class uh, featuring uh, you know, Art Tolliver, uh, pretty solid-looking big at 6'10", 18 half points, 10 rebounds, two blocks per game. I'm assume, assuming that's the guy that's you know the that's behind the 32 hardwood ranking, and then also some more size with uh, Jesus or Jesus Henderson, 12 points, eight rebounds as a as a tall guy, probably a good bench player, and Sergio Owen rounding out the class. So, um, what stands out to you about this team? Yeah, Ali Tolliver looks fantastic um you know fans in glendale are jealous no doubt about it um and like you said they're not uh san jose's not losing uh any massive contributors you know that's great news so you win the conference tournament last year with a with a, a relatively young lineup more experienced this year um not unreasonable to think that uh an ntt appearance is is at least possible. It's got to be, you know, um, what they're looking for in terms of ceiling. Uh, and so uh, I love the name Jesus Henderson. It's hilarious. Um, you know, sure he's looking to crucify uh, yeah. all of their competition this year, or maybe he's trying to roll a stone over them. Or, uh, or let's see, one more pun. Here we go. Maybe three days after their overtime loss to end the season, he wants to resurrect them to winning ways on Monday. <laughs> there you go. Comes off Let's the bench today somewhere along the way there. Um, yeah. Well, I'm done with my Jesus pun, so let's put a nail in it. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, the Rangers, I think, will have uh, a lot of potential to you know make make some noise in in this group. Um, no doubt, snuck in as a 16 seed at the NTT, as you mentioned, won the conference tournament. Um, so that was a building block for them. That it obviously you know piqued the interest of uh, Ollie Tolliver, uh, leading him to sign. So yeah, they upgrade at center. They bring back everyone else. So that should definitely lead to you know thought. So I think they're probably the most serious threat to knocking off uh, Charlotte uh, here, you know, in this group. So I see one of those two teams uh, coming out on top at the end. I think just 
Macon's a good team, but I think they're not quite going to have the depth of uh, Charlotte or uh, San Jose with their incoming class. And then I think Hot Springs are just going to struggle. They just don't have quite the star power or the depth compared to the other teams. Um, do you have someone that stands out as the likely winner here, or how do you see the group going? I do see it coming down to uh, Charlotte or San Jose. Um, and I guess I guess I'm going to probably go with San Jose here. I just love Tolliver. I mean, wow, a freshman big that, uh, that probably riding high in confidence, coming out of high school, averaging a double-double and great defensive numbers. Let's go with the Rangers. Coach Rido looking to uh, progress from the group stage. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. You know, it's it's still it will be tough to you know pick against uh, Charlotte. Uh, JBSD Nutt is uh, is a good coach. Yeah. Coming off the Elite Eight, you know, they're still uh, you know while they have to replace that backcourt, they're still talent and you know with uh, with solid coaching. It's definitely gonna make for an interesting final. It's always fun to cheer for the upshoot. Um, you know, right. And with with San Jose. Um, I guess if I have to go on record, I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll give it to the veteran team. I'll give it to Charlotte, but I do think it does come down to those two teams. Um, so yeah, it should be an interesting group overall. So I think we'll, um, we'll call it there and, um, yeah. So good luck to all the teams in this group and, uh, we'll be back soon with, uh, the next group.